0: For the Love of Dallas, building empowered communities by highlighting those who donate their most precious resource, time. Welcome to the show For the Love of Dallas. I'm your host, Lauren Davis, and we are here with an extraordinary guest, amazing woman, Beverly Humphrey. She is the chief of athletics for Lancaster ISD, as well as the head track coach for the girls track team of Lancaster High School. So thank you, Beverly, for being here. I'm really grateful for you taking time out of your busy day.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You bet. Well, here at the For Love of Dallas, we highlight people who have just given their life over to service and you have made your entire career, which is so special when when your work is your passion, um, which I can see that clearly in you, um, to give your life over to pouring in to young women um, at the high school level through athletics. And you have proven to be um, just a person who shatters all expectations, um, broken so many records. So I, I would love for our audience to just to get to know you and, um, and, and hear how, how did you turn your entire life over to, to service for these young women?
1: Well, it started out in high school Um, I was the captain of the track team. I was the one that was always praying, getting the girls together and all of that. And so I went off to college and the coach that I had, she coached the head Olympic Games in 1994. uh, She made us do service projects and work together and get along and things (laughs) like that, because, you know, girls, yeah, things like that. It really motivated me to give service to anyone that I could. Um, so I um, graduated from college and I went on to work on a doctorate and I met my husband, uh, which I lost my focus, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the men can do that to us.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so um, I was looking for a job because we we're getting ready to get married. And he called over to Greenville High School mm-hmm. and they had a coaching job open as well as APE health position open. I applied for the job because traditionally the thing for me was to try to go back and serve in the black uh, college um, programs or whatever I could do. So anyway, uh, I got the job. I went on the track. I saw the kids. They were so excited to see me and I started working with them. Everything else went out the window. Mm -hmm. I knew from that point that God has chosen me. Uh, to serve kids. And I loved it. And even though I have two masters, nothing could take me away from those girls. So that's really how I got started.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. So faith is a, is a huge um, center of, of your life. What has what your faith journey been like? I find that in, in everyone I've talked to, who has turned their life over to service, it also includes turning your life over to God. I, I would love to know a little bit more about how that, how that journey has been for you.
1: Well, it was the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that would be the foundation. And then the other thing would be, I pray all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at people sometimes and I'm praying. Um, mm-hmm. I pray for myself. I cannot uh, get through a day without God mm-hmm. telling me that He loves me in Mm. my own way so on the way to work i'm praying if i'm in a situation that i cannot handle i'm praying if i'm happy i'm thanking god (laughs) so that that is just the way i'm i'm built
0: that is so beautiful that is so beautiful who has been the most influential person in your life um that's maybe attribute you can attribute to um giving your life over to service in this manner my mother oh
1: um, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. Both of my parents are only children. So my mom was my sister, my aunt, my everything. And she talked to me about the Bible all the time. She helped me to understand things in the Bible that I did not understand. She also raised me to follow the Bible mm-hmm. and do what's right. Mm-hmm. And my mother's gone now, but I remember her telling her best friend um, when she was dying. Don't worry about Beverly, she mm-hmm. will do right. And that was just like, wow. So Florence, that's her name. She influenced me in all kinds of ways While I was growing up, she made sure I did things right. If I didn't, there was a punishment for it. She stood by my side and everything. I remember going to the Olympic trials at 20. Oh, wow. And I was just so afraid, just shaking. And I called my mom. And that's the way it was until she died. But I would also have to say my 40 years of marriage with my husband, Chuck, mm-hmm. he's been at all the track meets. Just imagine from seventh grade on, I will say he missed about four meets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I look wow. to the stands for him. Uh, you know, I'm a coach, so I have to be calmed down sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's the one that calms me down. But he has stood with me through everything. And he knows track and field just as well as I do.
0: Wow. That is so beautiful. I feel like, you know, in today's world, there's, and you probably see this more than anybody being around high school aged um, children is that families are broken. You know, God seems to be disappearing in places he, he used to be within our school systems, just within sports. I, I was a, a high school softball player and we mm-hmm. won state championship. Wow. So, yeah, I got to play at a high level and it's my coaches, but they right. they sound like you. You know, they, they loved us, they were hard on us, they disciplined us, they, he sh- they showed me God. Um, they were my parents at times when maybe sometimes my parents were failing to, to be their best or what I needed. And tell me about what it's like for you. How do you operate as, as a coach um, to these girls? Because these, I, I mean, families are broken and you've you're maintained your marriage. You sounds like you had a great, um, relationship with your parents. Mm -hmm. How, how do you infuse that, um, into, into your coaching?
1: I stand in the gap. Yeah. Of whatever,
0: (laughs) whatever. I love that.
1: Yes. And so, um, although I have a winning program, we're very disciplined and they know what to expect all the way from sixth grade on, if they're going to be in the track program. And My blessing to the girls is that I'm always there. Mm -hmm. Always. I show up every day. We're going to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Discipline has a lot to do with character Mm -hmm. and things like that. We're going to act a certain way. But if there's a problem, just quickly, I fell in love with a guy when I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And we broke up. And so to this day, I know how that feels. And that's a lot of it. And the mm-hmm. things that go ho- go on at home when you need a real adult to talk to that you can tell the whole truth to. I'm that person. I'm your friend, but I'm also the one that stands in the gap. If there's a problem that we need to tell mom about, we're going to do that. I'm going to listen to you, mm-hmm. not just hear you. I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. And when you need to cry, you get the big Humphrey hug and, <laughs> that. and we might hold hands and we'll talk it through until they feel much better. So I, I water them daily and I love it. That's what I do.
0: That's beautiful. Well, I haven't heard anything about like, you know, you make them run this way or that way, this or that, you know, the, the technical part of track, you really grow these young women, um, you know, into, into children of God and therefore they're excellent you know, in his image and everything they do. I think that is just so profound and so beautiful. And they're so lucky. (laughs) They're so blessed. Not even lucky. They're so blessed, um, to get to be, you know, under your care. It sounds like you care for them deeply.
1: I do. And, um, they work hard Yeah, and they don't like me on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hardest workout. Yeah. But, um, When you have kids that are disciplined in every way, Mm -hmm. um, how to act in certain situations, Mm -hmm. how to handle um, the situations that bring you anxiety, Mm -hmm. all of those things, uh, we go over that in our program. And as far as the running part, um, I feel like I did a great job Mm -hmm. when I ran track. And I learned from the best. Like I mentioned, she was the 1994 head Olympic coach.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You don't get that opportunity (laughs) every day.
1: So I learned from the best. So I took a lot of what Barbara Jack had taught me into my coaching career. And then as I grew, I added things, I changed things like that. But, you know, we break them up into groups. We have our quarter-milers, our hurdlers, our sprinters. They all have different workouts and when they need a specialized workout i'm the one to give them that every kid is different you can't train them all the same Mm -hmm. so that's what you get when you come to Langston.
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm like wow um well that's just amazing well it's been you know a real pleasure to get to know you as a woman you you. know as a wife as a coach this is just so amazing um Lancaster man they're so blessed to to have you and and I know they've honored you with a stadium in your name and these amazing things so um, we're going to take a quick break Um, we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to get back to hear all about um, the amazing accomplishments of Beverly and also how we can continue to support her and support Lancaster in their athletic program. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Ben and Lauren here again to tell you about another product line from Rascal. This is our face line. And many men, right, will you agree, don't particularly care for their face. Yes. Okay.
2: (laughs) They like their face, but they're afraid to fix it.
0: Right, and so (laughs) we need to put moisturizer, we need to exfoliate, we need to tone it, but most importantly, guys, You've got to start using eye cream. Mm-hmm. Women, get your men using eye cream. Here's a rascal eye cream right here. It's real easy uh, you're not and do it, real, are you? fantastic. You're yeah, because uh, I feel like okay. that maybe today you did not put any you're on. You're right. I actually
2: didn't put them on.
0: <laughs> we can tell, but it's okay. We'll fix it. Okay. So we just dab a little on, and mm. then take your fingers. Don't manhandle it, but gently padded into your eyes yep. and there's no reason our men have to have bags under their eyes or dark circles so go to rascalman.com go to the Gents' place and uh, pick up some an entire faceline for your man today welcome back to the show for the love of dallas i'm your host lauren davis and we are back with my lovely co-host ben davis my husband
2: thanks for having me you
0: bet and we are back with miss beverly humphrey She is the chief of athletics for Lancaster ISD and the head track coach. She is not short on massive accomplishments. She's broken so many barriers. So I'm just so privileged to have her here to hear all about it. Um, So Beverly, thanks for. Well, welcome back.
2: My pleasure. And they had girls track. Girls codes. track coach. Thank tra- you. Emphasis on the girls. <laughs> yes. the, girls need, the girls need to be taken care of and recognized, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, you're you're in charge of a lot over there in Lancaster, and you have had many state championships. We were just doing the math over here and counting them up. So, how many has it been so far?
1: Thirteen state championships. I'm gonna run it all for you, if you don't mind. Oh, mm-hmm. please do. Okay. 35 district championships, 30 consecutive. 9 area championships, 18 regional championships, 13 state championships and 36 state championships in relays.
0: Wow. And for all of that, they named the athletic stadium after you. When was that?
1: That was in 07. The community came together and they went to the superintendent and they came to me first and you know People say things to you like that. You're like, I don't need all that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just want to win. And so anyway, they went to the board and the board approved it. And since and Beverly D. Humphrey Tiger Stadium.
2: Wow. wow. That's incredible. You know, this part of the show, we always like to cover priorities because we interview people here that have achieved so much. But as we know with high achievers, they're not done. They're still shooting for something else. Yes. So like over the next year or two years or five years, however you look at it, you've already gotten all the state championships and the district and everything else. Like, do you want a hundred more state championships? Is there, do you want a a bigger football stadium named after you? (laughs) 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 But I mean, we, we know high achievers are still looking at what's next. So. What are y'all focused on over the next year or two?
1: Well, when we started out, when I started out uh, young, didn't really know how to talk to the media. Uh, and the newspaper guy asked me what were my goals and what did I plan to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to win 10 state championships. Had never been to the state championship other than being in high school. Mm-hmm. So uh, he ragged me pretty hard about that. So <laughs> as, <laughs> as we as we moved on and I got to Lancaster and everything, uh, the goal was to win 10 state championships. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, then I told my assistant coach, "Let's see if we can win 15." So we're not there yet, and I'm a little bit older and wiser. Yeah. So I'll take them whenever they come.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. awesome. So you got you got two more to cross off the list.
1: Well, let's just take one at a time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see what, what we'll do for well, you. You got to
2: be careful. The way that you uh, coach and lead, you might get two state championships in, uh, in one year between all the teams as athletic director. That's always a possibility.
1: Yeah, my boys' basketball team, they played in the regional finals, lost to Dallas Campbell, who won the state championship. So in Lancaster, we're always looking to do better and to try our best to be in the top three, four. Um, that's our goal. Um, the first goal is to get the kids educated so that we can send them on to college. Mm-hmm. And then the second goal is to make sure we have the best coaches uh, in the spots that we have open, in the positions that we have open, and to make sure that they know what they're doing, they run a discipline program, and they understand that we are the Weibo Nation. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 I love it. I love all the pride, the school pride, the district pride you have. It's beautiful because yes. you've been there for over 30 years, correct? 30.
1: This is my 35th year.
0: 35th year. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's yes. such a huge accomplishment. Well, I know you don't get to be champions um, without a massive effort and um, and coaching the whole person. And I, I heard you mention that you do a lot of service uh, projects with the kids. At, our show is all about service. I'd love to know, you know, how you've raised these champions um, through through your service.
1: Well, through the years, we've had the canned food drives for Thanksgiving. We have donated to um, Christmas uh, organizations to give out Christmas presents. There was a time when we would read to the kids. Um, I've mentored the little ones running mm. track and so have my girls. So in any way that we can be helpful, um, I have a lot of kids that come over who are, I would say, 19 years old. Um, I train them and the girls help me. They show them how to get in the blocks. They show them how to do handoffs. They show them how to long jump, you know. And so through those service things that we do on a yearly basis, I feel really good about serving the Lancaster community. Mm
2: -hmm. It makes me think just champions, a lot of times the way they serve is just modeling the behavior that Mm -hmm. all of the rest of us should follow. Mm -hmm. And so I think just being a champion, having these girls and boys show up and the community, seeing them be their best. Like that's service to me in the community, because I imagine all these little kids are watching these games going, I want to be them when I grow up, right? I want to win the game. I want to be my best.
1: I have the little ones. You know, they say, I want to run for you
2: Mm -hmm. when I'm older.
1: And I'm thinking in my head, when you get to these workouts, I don't know. (laughs) But uh, it's a lovely thing for someone to come up to you in their, let's say, fifth grade. And they say, Coach Humphrey, I'm going to run for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But one of these days, Coach Humphrey is going to have to step aside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
0: We're going to need one of your amazing track girls to come in and, yes. and carry the torch, right? Well, Take have the three baton. I on my staff. Oh, my kids, wow.
1: Yes. Well, they're women. That's but, mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they've
0: got kids anymore, I bet <laughs> yes. it's hard to transition yeah, that sometimes. It yes. Gosh, that is beautiful. I mean, what a service to Lancaster um, just to have such an iconic program that's centered around excellence, um, like you're saying, I can't think of anything, any greater contribution to an entire community than to be leading an excellent program and one that, that is educating children in an amazing school district. Um, but sometimes, you know, kids, you know, school's not maybe the funnest thing to go to or they're not um, inclined educationally. They don't feel like that's where they exceed, but to have an athletic program that, that demands excellence in the classroom in order to participate, you know, on the field, um, is a huge motivator for kids to start learning to care about their education and give them that extra motivation that they might need. I'd love to hear kind of about how how you handle your kids when maybe they are failing. I remember one time I I started to fail a class and I got a good talk into uh, from my coach and it sort of turned me around. Like, I'd love to know just a little bit, how, how do you handle these kids? How are you growing these champions?
1: Well, the first thing is the first thing in my program, if you're an assistant coach is grades, no pass, no play. So we have 10 or 12 girls assigned to each coach. Your first job is to check on the grades and their behavior in class. So this is something that you do two or three times a week. If they are failing, they let me know. And that's automatic study hall. Mm -hmm. If you're struggling, that's automatic study hall. We let the kids go during track practice. I'm not the type of coach. Well, you got to get your practice in. No, you have to pass. You -hmm. have to know what you're doing so that when this journey is over, you can go to school and get an education. So that's how I handle it in my program: education first. All coaches understand that, and we do it on a daily basis.
0: Wow! Wow! That's I mean that has to be foundational to champions. Champions are well-rounded people. They serve their community. They give back. Um, they know the priorities in their life. Um, they know right. We're we're rallied around winning. But winning at the expense of, you know, the goodness in your life, or your education, relationships, relationships right. um, is, is no win at all. Um, that's, it's just beautiful what I, you've I, done. I have
2: to do it. I have to ask. Okay. <laughs> we, have, we have a baseball team. We have a basketball team. We have a football team. Basketball team, I don't think, has won a championship since 2011. Uh, football team, it's been a while. I think '95. We heard Rangers. Have they Rangers ever won a World Series? No, no. never won, won a World Series. I imagine people might be recruiting you to go coach a, one of these teams.
1: I get offers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the kicker. Um, I'm my mother's and father's only child. Mm-hmm. I'm from Dallas, and in my family through the years, you did not move away from. Your parents, yeah. your grandparents, mm-hmm. you were somewhere close so that you could take care of them. And that has been my main reason for not accepting some jobs. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't hurt when you drive up to the Beverly D. Humphrey Tiger yeah. Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. And so um, I'm happy in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a great administrative team. Uh, they're moving the scores. Um, we had a B rating this year. Uh, The new administration has come in, and they're changing things. Uh, The atmosphere is great. Mm -hmm. So um, my career is short, Mm -hmm. but I'm loving what I do now.
2: Yeah. Well, Lancaster is certainly lucky to have you, and uh, I do know some people on the football team. So, you know, if you ever ever get an inkling, you know, I can make the ask to to remove AT&T from the building (laughs) and put Beverly Humphrey (laughs) on there. I'll make the ask. I don't know what they'll say, but... I'm happy to make that ask for
1: you. <laughs> and let well, me mention one more thing. Yes. I have a great wrestling team. Yes. We we had our first uh, boy wrestler to win the state championship this year. Wow. Um, but our kids go to state every year. So we're building that program. And secondary programs, tennis, swimming, we're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a well-rounded athletic program.
2: Yeah, sounds like it. It's, no yeah. question about that. Yeah,
0: it sounds like it. And I know I read um, in the paper that – You have particularly um, shattered a record, not only being a black woman and a woman, you're like the most winningest coach in Texas. Am I saying that right? I mean, you've won more state championships than anybody?
1: Yes, I'm the winningest UIL coach in the state of Texas in track and field. And I've won more district championships than football coaches. <laughs>
2: That's
0: amazing.
1: I like making that That's dig amazing. because we all, we all
2: know how much people love their Texas football. So just, <laughs> no. I like poking that there's just a little bit. Some, yeah, there's some yeah. really,
0: uh, you know, really great stuff happening in Lancaster. I mean, I think that is great. I, I love uh, being around people who are just shattering uh, stereotypes, shattering, you know, these glass ceilings. And you've done it on – on every level, just on every level and in probably one of the most competitive um, arenas is Texas sports, high school yes. sports. And and you, I mean, of all the men, of all the women, of all the black women, and there's so many categories that you've just busted through. I, I think that is just beyond an inspiration and is going to, you know, carry Lancaster for for decades Mm -hmm. Um, you're clearly creating a legacy there and they've put your name on the stadium you've got you've got the generation below where you're coaching looking forward to their participation in in your programs And, and not just one program not just track -hmm. Everything to wrestling, and you've got your eye set on um, other sports. Volleyball, basketball. I coached
1: volleyball in Lancaster for 16 years. I won 457 games.
0: I mean, you win. You're a winner.
1: (laughs) I love it. You know, I'd like to think that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like every step of the way from high school, Mm -hmm. you know, being a senior in January asking you to run track and you've never ran before. Mm-hmm. And then here you are, one of the fastest in the state of Texas. It's kind of like a coat that feels really good. Yeah. So let's, let's do everything we can every year to make sure we're in the best position to win. You're not going to win them all, but yeah. you put yourself in the best position to win. And that's what I try to do.
0: Right. I mean, I imagine you teach the kids how to lose, too. No champion knows how to win without knowing a, a good loss. Mm-hmm. So
1: when I lost the uh, the 9 state championship, and I cried. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a mama's girl. And I cried. And my mother looked at me, and she said, Beverly, losing is a part of winning. Mm-hmm. You have to do that well. Mm. you have yeah. to do that well you have to so do it well.
0: Yeah. We had a good mama i, I love it <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's so clear it's so clear and yeah. and you're clearly holding that place you know for i'm sure a lot of a lot of your student athletes you know a mother figure i've had many mother figures in my life show up you know i think we get mothered by more than just our our you know birth mother and i think that's such a cool just what a privilege to get to do that. So I'd love to, to leave out with two things. How do you want your legacy remembered as, as you're, you know, approaching, you know, the, the back half of, of your career? What do you, what do you want when you, when you leave the, the little generation to say, what are they going to look up to and how can our greater Dallas community or Dallas County community support Lancaster and support your athletics?
1: Well, I want my legacy to be the passion I had for it, the time I put in. I was always there to listen. It's about the girls. You know, I have doctors, lawyers, CFOs, teachers, principals. The list goes on and on, and we're still in contact. Uh, I have a, a party, a Christmas party for the volleyball women. They come, you have to be 26 to come to the party. And then I have one in the summer for the track women. Um, And so I want to be remembered for being there, the one that was there. I had some kids from Greenville um, come to Lancaster. This was years ago, and they wanted to see me. And they said, Coach Humphrey will be at the school. This was 9 o'clock at night. They came from Greenville to see me. Where was I? At the school. I want to be remembered for the one who didn't just talk the talk but walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And in any situation, you could come to Coach Humphrey. Mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing. That is amazing. So how can we follow your your programs? Where can we find Lancaster Athletics?
1: Uh, you can go on our website, um... You can go to athletics Mm -hmm. and you will see all of our programs. Um, I'm the AD, Mm -hmm. so I am the one who loves all of the Tigers. I want all of the Tigers to be supported. But I will say this, when we have our meet, we just had it this past weekend, I would love to have volunteers to come out and help us because it's a huge meet. It's one of the best meets in the state of Texas. And there's a lot of people. And um, just reach out to uh, Beverly Humphrey at LancasterISD.org.
0: Okay, awesome. <laughs> well, thanks to my amazing co-host, Ben. Thank, Thank you, you uh, Beverly, for t- just taking the time to to tell us about you. I know lives will be changed. Um, kids will be inspired. Adults, parents, people will just be inspired within the communities to to. Be an example of your legacy, of being excellent, of being your best, of being a champion on and off the field. So I'm, I'm so grateful for your time here and and getting to know you and, and hearing your story. So thank you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's been great. Oh, you bet. You bet. Well, that completes another episode of For the Love of Dallas. I'm your host, Lauren Davis, and I hope, as always, that you'll be inspired to give your time. Go out and volunteer at that track meet, be around the greatness, um, see what Lancaster has to offer, and you might find yourself moving there. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) Ms. Beverly's recruiting. So thank you so much um, for being with us, and we'll see you next time.